Hace Inglés presenta Into the Story, el podcast para aprender inglés con historias reales contadas por gente de todo el mundo. It's Beck here from AC Inglés. I'm a teacher and also one of the producers behind the Into the Story podcast. Now, normally Brie will be here giving you the introduction, but today it's my turn to host. You'll see why in a minute. When I imagine life along the Spanish coast, the first images that come to mind are of long walks on the beach, neighbors drinking coffee on their terraces, and children riding bikes in the streets. However, this beach town story contains none of those things. I jump out of my bed and I run to the window and my husband is also right next to me. So both of us are hanging out the window looking up at a helicopter hovering above our house. In Bree's case, what happened was closer to a scene from an action movie. Helicopters, police and suspicious black vans. Today, we're going to hear her tell a story of how living in Spain allowed her to reflect on expectations of being labeled the friendly Canadian and how one action-packed night changed her impression of her neighbors. We're calling this story Labels, Layers and Late Night Loots. Before we begin listening, Let's talk about some of the vocabulary and expressions in English you'll hear Brie say. Firstly, pop up. This phrasal verb means to appear suddenly. For example, annoying advertisements pop up on my internet screen. Next, to come across. Another phrasal verb meaning to meet by chance. For instance, I came across an old school friend at the cafe yesterday. I hadn't seen him in ages. The next expression is toss and turn. This refers to moving around a lot in bed as you try to sleep. For instance, when it's hot at night, I toss and turn a lot before I can fall asleep. The next expression is to hang out the window. What this really means is to look out the window with your body halfway outside. We usually use hang out to talk about meeting with friends, but Brie uses it in this slightly different context in her story. Next, to catch someone's eye, an expression which means to get someone's attention by looking at them. For example, I caught the eye of the handsome man at the bar. So for each episode, you can get a full vocabulary list and listening comprehension activities on our website, acingles.com. That's la letra A, la letra C, ingles.com. Okay, let's get into the story. My name is Bree, and I'm from Western Canada, from Calgary, Alberta. It's it's right near Banff, 
Um, and Banff is a really beautiful place right in the Rocky Mountains that a lot of people, if you search Canada, that's one of the images that will pop up. So I'm from a very, very picturesque, uh, beautiful place. When I moved to Barcelona, the first, one of the first things I noticed was that I went from being in a place where people understood my culture and where they were able to see more depth to me and not just my culture or my language to a place where the first thing people would say to me would be, ah, you're from Canada. Oh, it's so cold in Canada. Or, oh, um, you're so friendly because Canadians are, are very well known for being friendly and kind of being reduced in a certain way to just where I'm from. And that, to be honest with you, it really bothered me. Whenever I meet people, I'm always trying to get to the layers. One day, these English speakers show up. The house across the street from us has been for rent. So I, I imagine that these guys are going to rent this house. And when I approach them, I say, hey, how are you? Are you new to the area? But they're really cold and it's really strange. And I leave the conversation feeling just odd. It's 4.45 in the morning, and we're in fiesta season. So there's sometimes kids who throw firecrackers on the street at all hours of the night, and it's summer. All the windows in the house are open. Um, the baby has been kind of tossing and turning all night, so I was kind of a bit awake anyway. And it's 4.45, and my eyes pop open to the sound of firecrackers, fireworks. So pop, 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 but extremely loud. My first thought is those teenagers down the street are throwing fireworks. I am so mad that the baby's just gone to sleep and they're going to wake him up. I notice that the tree outside the house is almost like in a tornado of sound and wind and there's leaves flying everywhere and then I noticed that there's a extremely intense light shining into my bedroom window. I jump out of my bed and I run to the window. I'm hanging out the window and my husband is also right next to me. So both of us are hanging out the window looking up at a helicopter hovering above our house the the propellers are making this crazy windstorm the light the spotlight is shining right into our eyes the helicopter moves the spotlight off of us but it continues to search i can see it searching the neighbor's house then i see it shining up and i imagine that it's illuminating the the forest just behind our house then i see another helicopter so there's two helicopters then while this is happening i hear pop 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 and I realize something's wrong. And these aren't fireworks. These are something much more sinister. These are gunshots or, or something else. I crawl army style to the front room in our house that faces the street to try to get some sort of perspective on what's happening. And I peer out the window and I see right in front of my house. So between my house and the neighbor's house. I see an unmarked black SUV parked diagonally between our house and theirs. 
and I see that their garage is open fully and the lights are on. And I continue hearing the pop, 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 and I can see that there's a helicopter over, over top of their house. I feel my heart pounding against my ribcage like it's going to pop out. And all that I think is get back to the room. And my husband is runs upstairs to try to see what's going on. When he comes back downstairs, he is frantic. He's terrified. He sees that there are basically an army of special operations officers. So these are big, two, two meter tall guys with full gear marching into our neighbor's house. At this moment, the thought that's going through my mind as I'm sitting there, sitting on the floor against the door with my heart pounding out of my chest is, I live in a world where I don't have to worry about, <clears throat> sorry, I don't know why I just got emotional there. All of this craziness going on around me is just a tiny little taster of what perhaps people have to feel. At this point, with the adrenaline and the craziness going on and feeling unsafe, it, it, I felt a very, very profound sadness. We spend about what feels like an eternity in this panic mode where, you know, at this point, we don't have the facts. All that we know is that there are helicopters. There's something going on at our neighbor's house. I'm thinking, are there, is there going to be an explosion? Is there going to be shots that fly into the window? Uh, what do we do? We go upstairs after the gunshots have stopped. And from our living room, we have a vantage point where we can see that the special operations officers are in the house. So the house, always the shutters, the persianas are closed, but the persianas are open. And we can see them marching through the house very, very clearly. We don't see any of the guys, but we still see the helicopter shining its spotlight and illuminating all of the mountain behind our house. So we imagine that they're looking for someone. Eventually, the, the sun starts to come out and the neighbors all start coming out of their houses and we're looking at each other, trying to catch each other's eye to say what's going on. Later that morning, I'm sitting, having my morning coffee in the living room, and everything is still open because it's so hot. And as I'm having my coffee and listening to the investigators talk about what's going on, basically, I, I look out, I see a bunch of officers pull out massive bags of drugs, and they're photographing them. I... I think, what was going on this whole time? <laughs> these people, these people that were my neighbors that I didn't know had so many layers beyond, have so many layers beyond what I will probably ever understand. Not only were they obviously involved in some crazy um, illegal activity, but also what are their circumstances? What are the stories that they have? In our everyday life, we, we look at people and we label people. 
and something about the way they look or the way they speak, you kind of create an idea in your mind of, of who they are, what they are. But people are so layered and people are so complex and they have so much more going on than we can ever possibly imagine. That's all for today. Si te ha gustado este podcast o quieres seguir escuchando, puedes visitar nuestra página web haceingles.com donde tendrás todos los episodios de Into the Story. También encontrarás algunas actividades y materiales de cada episodio para ayudarte a mejorar tu inglés. Thank you for listening. We hope you have a good time or at least a good story to tell.